Limerick Today now on 461995. Limerick jockey Emmett McNamara claimed a first Epsom Derby success on Saturday afternoon. Uh, a really prestigious classic in flat racing. Uh, it's uh, the most valuable race in the UK and uh, he uh, won on Serpentine uh, for um, Aidan O'Brien and uh, Emmett is on the line now uh, alongside his dad, Eric McNamara, who of course is uh, well known as a, a trainer uh, locally and uh, you're both welcome. Uh, good morning to you. Um, Emmett, ha- have you come down to earth yet, I wonder? Uh, thanks, for, thanks very much for having me on, Joe, first and foremost. Um, yeah, I suppose it's starting to sink in now at this stage. Um, it was a fantastic weekend and um, obviously delighted to get the opportunity from, um, from Aidan and, and all the owners at, um, at Coolmore and glad we were able to capitalise on it. So we've had a bit of time for it to sink in, as I said, over the last couple of days and, and it's been an enjoyable experience, I must admit. Eric, how was your heart as uh, the race was going on? Well, I think my son was worried that I was going to get a heart attack with... It was it was an unbelievable experience to be honest with you, George. It was um, a very proud moment, uh, very emotional moment, and um, it was wonderful the way it worked out. You know, I think everyone would would have a dream that one of their their children could have a fabulous sporting occasion at some part of their life, and um, we've been very lucky now that we've had that. You know, it's one of the most is the most famous race in the world, and to think that um, your son has won it for you. And won it. Um, I think it's wonderful. And so it was a marvelous, marvelous day and a great day. Yeah, Emmett, I was really fascinated to read about the tactics surrounding um, this race. Uh, and uh, I think you were saying that Aidan O'Brien, you know, he called it right. He gave you straightforward advice, and you took it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, the easiest way to make the easiest way to win those races is, is from the front. If you have the horse capable of doing it, um, first and foremost, you have to have a horse that talented enough to, to carry out those instructions. If, if they're not the best horse in the race, they won't be able to lead lead all the way. And if they're not straightforward with a good temperament and that kind of thing, they won't be able to do it either. And then Epsom being the unconventional track it is, they have to be well balanced and um, you know, brave coming down that hill for you. So it it's it's a stallion kind of making race and it's it, it it's a race that takes a horse that has all the you know the attributes that you want in the stallion t- to win, and and I was lucky I was on the horse that that had all those things. Yeah, you say that, but it was twenty five to one. Yeah, but he was he was an unexposed horse. He was he was twenty five to one, but people weren't sure. You know, it was a huge step up from a maiden to um, an Epsom Derby. Uh, at a, in a more conventional year, you'd have had a better idea where you stood with the horse because he might have ran in a trial or something like that. But um, obviously, with restrictions and and the, the shortened compressed season, um, it's been a little bit more difficult to get a handle on these horses. But he was an unexposed, beautifully bred horse, um, trained by a master and owned by the right people. I'd say the reason he was twenty five to one was probably because Emmett McNamara was riding him more so than. Uh, no, no, no! Don't be too modest, um, uh, uh, Eric. Uh, you know, talk about a topsy turvy year uh, for everyone, uh, but also in horse racing, all the challenges uh, that uh, you've had to meet in the industry and then suddenly one of the great moments for you as a family on Saturday. Absolutely. You know, like we had all the horses that we've had in Australia and we've, we've built, you know, when, when the recession came up there a long time ago, we were up to about 60 horses. We went down to about six or eight horses and then we were back up to 30, 35 horses. And then with this COVID-19 and all the restrictions, everything, you know, all the horses went out and grass. We had only, I 
only about four or five horses in. So all of a sudden, you know, you've no income. Um, there's no racing. You know, the whole thing is, is dying to death. But thanks be to God, I think the government has done a wonderful job here in this country in getting racing back going again and getting our country back going with sickness and, and health and everything. So, look, it's been great. We're back up with, with our numbers again. And then, you know, the season just starts and as Emma says there, you know, I think a lot of the reason why the horse was 25 to 1 was because he was a bit unexposed. But anyone that saw that horse winning in the Curra last week, the week before the Derby, and Wayne Lord, and he not able to pull up that horse when he passed the winning post. Like, I I knew when Emmett was riding him, I felt that we did have a real chance of winning the Derby. Yeah. And even though he was 25 to 1, you know, but... Yeah, I know. Um, He'd have a live chance. And, and Emmett, I mean, the lack of the roar of the crowd, you know, um, did you feel any way cheated by the fact that that was the case? Uh, cheated is probably the wrong word. Uh, like, we're lucky enough to be back racing at all, really, to be honest, with, with the way things have transpired. But, look, you'd, you'd be delighted if everyone was there. You'd have been delighted to meet Her Majesty the Queen. You'd have been delighted, you know, if... if my family could have come over for the day. You'd have been delighted if Aidan O'Brien and all his family could have been there and the owners as well uh, and obviously the crowd. Um, but I, I'd, I don't think it's taken away from it a whole pile, to be honest with you. There was uh, huge viewership uh, figures on, on television and that kind of thing. So you're you're well aware that people are watching you anyway. Yeah. Um, I think you're 30, are you, Emmett? So um, biggest success and what would you look towards next now, having had this amazing win? Yeah, um, I suppose it's the biggest success in anyone's career, really, no matter how successful you've been, um, from a jockey's point of view. Um, hopefully just onwards and upwards, really. Um, I've a, I've a nice base, I've a fantastic base here in, in Ballydoyle. Um, you, you go in and you work hard, and your name is in the hat for, for, for any spares that might come along. There's obviously a, a, a very, very decent team, talented team of jockeys there. Um, for Aidan to, to choose from and um, it's just nice to get the opportunities when they arise and hopefully I'll continue to be able to get my um, my, my small share of them. Alright, well I can tell you um, among all the others who were celebrating there were wild celebrations here among the Live 95 sports team because they've been waiting for a good story and a story that doesn't require dipping into the archives for about three and a half months now so they were absolutely thrilled to bring <laughs> such fantastic news uh, for Limerick uh, and indeed for yourself and, and the whole McNamara family so listen, warmest congratulations it's an amazing thing to be able to say that whatever you do in your career and hopefully it won't finish for a long time uh, to come that you can say well there was that day when I won the derby. Amazing. Uh, listen, thank you. Thank you, Emmett McNamara. Congratulations. Thanks, Eric. Great to chat to you as well. And continued success to you as well, Eric. All right. And thank you for, thank thank you for having us. Thank Take you very care, much. guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Call Limerick today now on 461995.